This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. Yo, I'm Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. About confessing your love to your podcaster, Jake. Yes, exactly. I love you. I love you too, buddy. More than a friend. Don't call me buddy. (laughs) Ryan, it's been a bit of a difficult week, hasn't it? (laughs) Yep, but I finally passed that kidney stone, so I'm stoked on it. And I'm glad you were there to watch. Uh, I was. Have you ever I, seen a man's penis do that before? I've never seen it expand quite that much for so little. Yeah. That stone. I feel like that tiny. My penis could eat like a, a tiny toe. Like a, a pinky ti- toe on like a man. Mm, Come on. Come on. My grandpa has had multiple kidney stones Who has over his time, and it, it does make me a little bit nervous about your stones, about my future, what my well, future is going to hold. Alcohol, it'll save you. Really, I've yeah, heard. I have, I've read the exact opposite of that. I've also read that drinking sweet tea or anything else will eventually give you kidney stones. So yeah, they'll fuck you up. I can't wait. I can't wait for a small, pebbly, prickly burr to just burrow its way from my kidneys down my urethra. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is a great segue here. Um, There's someone I know who got it from getting a massage. A kidney stone. A kidney stone. Like, lodge something loose. Right. Or dislodge. One of the best segues. Which, you were going (laughs) to get a couple's massage, and we were talking about you getting a man to massage you. Now, Jake is a, quote-unquote, heterosexual but There's we're no thinking need for air quotes there. Well, I didn't throw him up in the air, but <laughs> I'm thinking that he'll get a boner on a dude rubbing him. So, Jake, are you going to get the dude to rub on you? I think we'll let you know in about two weeks' time, dude. So, I am. I hope you get that boner, bro. It's what we're doing for Valentine's Day or the day after Valentine's Day, I believe. Valentine's. Not me and you, but you and your you. Yes, me and Olivia, my significant other. Yes, and also me and Ryder go the day after. Yeah, so we'll see which we're one be a tandem. Which one produces the harder erection? I guess or the so. hardest <laughs> fart. Now, what? Let's say that they're like, hey, we're going to need you to flip over. So you're on your back at this point. And then like you have a boner. What would you do in that? I think I just have them work on my back a little bit more. You think so? You're nothing to walk it off or anything? There's nothing on my front that they need. No, it's the crease in the towel. I just (laughs) it's I need to return this to the towel store. What if don't act like you're not impressed? (laughs) What if let's say they make you start off on your back and yes. then you develop a boner as this man's rubbing on you. I don't think that any massage you ever start laying flat on your back. Who knows? That have you done think, this before? I that's haven't. more of what if more, it was a woman? Like that's more along okay the lines of you. You are on like an operating table when you're laying flat on your back. 
somebody's like you gotta work those pectorals dog (laughs) gotta work them pecs i don't know I, I I don't think any massage ever starts like that. But granted, this is me speaking from the zero experience I've have ever been to a massage parlor. A masseuse. A masseuse. Some would say I've never done it. Well, I hope probably that why you I'm get so a tense. man, and I hope he gives you a boner. Well, and I hope that we talk about it on this podcast. I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear all your thoughts. It's 2020. Different <laughs> things are happening. Um. Anything could be anything at this point. It doesn't even matter. It's almost like a challenge. Like, I feel like we should go together just to see who just gets to the see if first. somebody gets hard. <laughs> we only want men. Thank you. Um, and we're also competing. And we're also today. recording this entire time, too. I wish there was a way to measure the, the, the blood to your penis. The strength of your erection. <laughs> yeah. Like... We could put, once it gets to a certain level. Okay, we'll say this. We'll put like uh, an object of what's an object of weight? A so gerbil. You could put that is an object of weight. I was like, you could start off with like maybe a quarter, and then increase like items in size and weight to see if your erection could lift it. Oh, you're so talking about boner workouts. Yeah, exactly. Dude, let's work Just our boners see, out. The more the more relaxed you get, see how exactly how much your penis can bench press. Well, you know, how oddly much enough, weight, how what strange object. It, it, so you can start off with like a quarter and then move up to a silver oh, dollar if you can find one of those silver if you, dollars. If sir. you can find two of those um and then move to like I don't know, like a What about cock push-ups? Who do you lay on the ground, you get okay. a boner, you lift up. That sounds like you drop it down. That sounds you like you get a boner and you lift up. To me, that sounds like a rupture waiting to happen. Hey, and I'm, I'm all about a, that life. I'm not a fan of that. That sounds like you're a ticket straight into Peroni's syndrome. Well, you do know, you remember Peroni's syndrome? I do. And sometimes not talking about the Italian beer. Or the Italian cuisine. Or the Italian cuisine. We're talking about crooked dick syndrome. Yes. Because that's what it is. Wicked dick is what they call that in uh, (laughs) some places. It's where your dick's bent to one side. Or Um, the other side. Or the other, yeah. East Um, to west, never north to south. (laughs) Did it have to be like a a certain, like, like, thinking in terms of like a protractor, right? Like 90 degrees, like 89 degrees. What if, if, your back and bent 80, you? if your dick was bent 90 degrees, wouldn't it go out a little bit and then go straight down? Well, it could go straight up. It could, right. It could be bent the other Or it could way. go straight to the side. For me, Peroni's. It's like an L shape. The way I understood Peroni's disease, it was like, uh, it was Optimus. always east to west. It was never a north to south situation. You know what I'm saying? The south will rise again. Either. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, the south won't rise again. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's Maybe not, your penis a, will rise again. It's not again. a racial thing. It's not a, it's not a, it's more of a penis thing. joke than anything. Yeah, it is more of a penis joke. But no, I'm going to say it is the curve is, um, so it's bent. So imagine if it, <laughs> We're getting way off track here. I feel like there's a history lesson here. Imagine if the penis is sticking straight out. See, that's like that's a normal erection. Is that a normal so erection? Peroni's is kind of like if you take and you put a little bit of an angle in it. So you're taking the, the tip angle, of the it, angle can't and then you're, with bend, the heat of the meat. you're bending it either to the left or to the right a little bit. And then I think in some more specific cases, it's bending it at a more severe angle. But... Do you see? This is I, I don't know if I'm explaining this well. Because Speaking Ryan, of church, Ryan has Jake Hell's life treating you. Ryan has the benefit of seeing me act this out with my hands and his penis. He's actually pulled exactly. it out, folks. See, I've bent and it let me at tell exactly you, a 25 that degree. That anything angle. doesn't look like it's seen light in about 
35 years. Check your name, 35. I know. That it's, looks like exactly, a body. I was in the womb for about six and a half years. It's like a way. dick begging for blood. <laughs> the thing looks like it's dead. My dick was in underworld evolution. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Like, I'm going to call you Kate Beckinsale. Co starred with Mila Jovovich. Mm. Has it? Is that a is that a topical joke? That would have been probably better. that would have been better when we did Hellboy, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't, long hair don't care. Shake <laughs> house life treating you, baby cakes. Right, it's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. I think there's been some stuff in the real world that we can't necessarily shy away from. Kobe Bryant dead, is tragically Hope. passed away. Um, that was difficult to hear. I think. Yes, he is a man with a complicated legacy, but unfortunately, that is the longer you live. It seems like a lot of people do have complicated legacies like that. It's a snowball effect. The older you get, the more people that you know, the more people that you hear have died. Um, that you so have that, connections with. That was hard with. to hear. I've also had some um, more personal things uh, happen. Lost a friend of mine that I've known since high school. That was... Also equally hard to hear. And I think that the world in both cases is worse off without both of those people in it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the only thing I just want to say is uh, life is too short. So, And we have each other, though. Let, let, let people know how you feel. Never... Um, Never stop to let people know how much you appreciate them in your life. So, Jake, you're getting touching right now. Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I promise the rest of this episode won't be like this, but I just I felt like I needed to get that off my chest. Um, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, John. Um, two really good people. And I think that the world is a little less bright without you in it, but. For the rest of us, life goes on, and you know what? You just choose to live it in the way that you see fit. Um, the people in your life, let them know how you feel. Never stop doing what you love. So That's why we do this podcast. We podcast on, man. Anyways, <laughs> um, Ryan, what do we have in news so far this week? News. You know, Atari is doing a hotel. Which is strange because Atari are, are has not been irrelevant in quite some time. So my follow-up question to that was why? Well, that's what everybody's follow-up question. I was going to ask you if Atari was still a company, if they were still in business. Well, clearly. I want to see Atari's tax returns because I'm sure they're also being impeached right now. <laughs> well, yeah. By the way, Donald Trump, he's being impeached. There are so many things that are happening in the world that are bad right now, Ryan. Um, speaking Australia's of that, Australia's on fire. The coronavirus the is coronavirus. happening. <laughs> the movie, um, what is that? Contagion. Contagion. Yeah, surges in popularity Which after is- coronavirus outbreak. People are looking for, like, they're looking at something as an example to try to figure out. I have a buddy who lives over there in China, and he and his girlfriend both got masks. And then I also heard that they are allowing uh, free hybrid cars to like charge up or whatever the electric stations for free so people can drive themselves to the hospital. But this kind of ties into the wow. movie that we reviewed this week. A lot of diseases. Disease? Is it from the government? God, I hope it's not. I hope it's not. Fuck. 
You know that ninja guy who's like really the, famous, the skinny streamer. white guy? Yeah. Yeah. Blue hair. I uh, got 20 to 30 million dollars to move from Twitch to Mixer. I would love to stop twitching and go to a mixer for that much. Like, would, what's the matter with me? Why am I not good enough? I would love for anybody to pay any amount of money to watch me play video games. That is, I do. I'd fucking beat off. You know, there are <laughs> like thirty million like, will pay you money to do that shit, but it's not that much. That's an insane amount of money. You know, I am just going to go out here and say. That guy's got like the best job in the world. I don't know him personally. He seems all right. I does mean, he? Does he seem like a prick? Because I feel like somebody in this situation would be like, "Yeah, I was first to do it." It might be a. Prick. He did a speech at the Game Awards a year before last, and I this I had knew who he was just based on like headlines and articles, and I knew he always like I've seen one. I knew he was a Fortnite streamer and stuff, and he had like always had like crazy fucking hair, what whatever. That's okay. But he just the speech he gave, he was just like, honestly, like I play video games for a living and people pay me to watch it. And this is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Like he did. He did seem like he was honest, genuinely surprised. He was (laughs) like, I can't believe that I get to do something I love for a living and get to share. Like, I guess, you know, I this is not something I'm into. It's not something you're into. But a lot of people are. Um, the whole game sharing experience, watching streamers and that kind of thing. Like it's an incredibly lucrative business and it's not something that and surely it'll evolve. will continue to evolve. Not something I personally participate in, but it means a lot to a lot of people. And he, he did seem someone that was humbled by the fact that that many people were interested in what he was doing. So just from a creative perspective, I, I respect that, you know, to be like, you know what? This is crazy that I get to do this for a living and thank you to the people that support me and, you know, want to listen to me. So I will go in the opposite (laughs) direction. I will say thank you for listening to this podcast and fuck you. We're going to get rich. (laughs) Thank you for your money and we'll walk on your backs. (laughs) We've never been. We've never wanted to shy away from the fact that we started (laughs) this podcast with the sole intention of getting free stuff and money. So far, we've mostly spent money. And we've <laughs> and no dick pics. We're 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 upset and extremely disappointed and in the lack of dick pics and tit pics. We really thought there would be more of those in this. Just podcast. show us your butthole. That can be unisex, you know. <laughs> I think if you look at somebody's butthole, it's like seeing into their soul, well, man or a woman. Probably, maybe no, definitely. Probably. That's like the most sacred. What's the most sacred part of your body? That the, you would not want anybody to see. I wouldn't want anyone to see my Atari hotel. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> too late because it's out and about. Um, new SpongeBob movie. It's Phoenix. It, this the most private of all places you could go. Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. The hotness. Um, new SpongeBob movie. They're going to be doing it. Stop. Um, Just stop. <laughs> collaborate and listen. It's been 15 years, 20 years. When did they come out? Who cares? They've done a, a live sort. That's not live action, but it's like th- 3D animation. And <sighs> fuck, stop doing these. <laughs> make more of the make more of the a classic cartoon. Just stop Dude, doing these. When's the last time crossing? you watched SpongeBob? Like three days ago. Really? <laughs> yes. It's been like years for me. I we me and Olivia watched. It's on Amazon Prime, so we watched through. Is it? 
We watched through like the first four seasons last summer, and I think we watched SpongeBob not that long ago. It was wow. within the last week, I think. Um, I'm going to be working on watching the new Sabrina TV show. I've watched all the old ones. We finished that. You're all caught like up? A month ago. Yeah, like a month ago. How was it? Um, I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. I think the early episodes were the best, but it's all the nostalgia factor, really. Yeah. Um, the stupid kind of plots and stuff like that, but I think the early episodes, like the first three or four seasons were the best. Um, Marvel has the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and guess what? They didn't delay it. They actually moved it up, which is a rarity right now because everything is getting delayed. Um, How you feel, I feel good about it. You feel Give good me about something it? else to watch on Disney Plus is what I'm going to say. Well, they're adding stuff. I see Toy Story 4 is going to make it, which they're Toy adding, Story. adding stuff and taketh stuff away. We had Endgame is on there now. Also, The Last Jedi, the best Star Wars movie. There, I said it. Go ahead and send your hate mail. No one's so, going to send any mail to us. <laughs> send, go, I'm just trying to be controversial at this point. <laughs> Toy Story 4 was the best it was movie of last year. Not for me, yes. but I will admit it That's was very good. No, I thought Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 2 were forgettable, honestly. I would totally watch Toy Story 4 over I, again. I would, too. I think it was really good. I went in thinking, like, they really should have kept this at three. And afterwards, I was like, yeah, exactly. Makes everything better. Lower expectations went in thinking nothing was going to happen. And you know what? Was very pleasantly surprised. That's why my wife fell for me. Exactly. Be like, this ain't going to turn out well. But you know what? It wasn't horrible. So he doesn't I, have VD. Now I'm hooked. <laughs> mm, yeah. uh, a new Transformers. They're setting up for two Transformers. Transformer movies. Are you excited about this? I love the fact that they can't commit to just one movie. They made a good one in Bumblebee, which we both saw and enjoyed. Yeah, the first Transformers movie was great. You know what? Let's make two, maybe three more, and we'll see how it goes. Well, that's the name of the game is like three. Take it one at a time. Seriously, take it one at a time. Don't get ahead of yourselves. Now that Michael Bay isn't involved... Ugh. I think I think um, Bumblebee who was an quote unquote an executive producer, which means you pay a little bit of money to have your name attached to it, and you don't really have much creative involvement at all. So, yeah, maybe maybe a good thing. I I just know Bumblebee was good. It was well acted. It was well performed. There was a lot of things about that movie that I really liked. It made your wife cry for one. So. <laughs> I remember we we watched it in the theater. And we both looked over and we were like, you know what? This is the part where Megan cries. And guess what? Can I get we, some popcorn, we please? Right. For the love of God, <laughs> we can leave here and we can just eat this popcorn. <laughs> um, it was good. Um, but it was good popcorn. Let <laughs> no Bubblebee was good. Oh it's yeah, that too. Transformers. We'll see. I want to see them do two back to back good ones, and then we'll talk about whether I want. That third movie. <laughs> Transformers has never been like the genre for me. I watched it when I was a kid, like cartoon stuff. Right. And the uh, first one came out. And we were like, this I is th- fucking amazing. The first one was great. And then the After second that. one came out. And we we're like, eh, Shia LaBeouf's okay. getting a little bit annoying. <laughs> I think by the time they did the Mark, Mark Wahlberg three movies and also John Malkovich. Oh, with Cade Yeager. Yeah, I just anybody remember Cade Yeager? Mark, I will drink a Yeager bomb on that. (laughs) I don't remember her, but I'll drink to her. Um, yeah, no more Transformers movies for me. I think we're about, we're give me turtles. Yeah, inches. Mm, 
I have a confession to make, Ryan. <gasps> Bombshell announcement tonight. I'll fucking murder you. I've never <gasps> seen anything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles related. You've never seen like cartoon or anything? I watched a single movie or cartoon Dude, or you're video fucking game. dead to me. I didn't even know that. This is all like an epiphany to me. I this is not never, staged or bullshit. I have never admitted it before. Why? Because I just wanted to fit in, man. I wanted to seem you want to fit like, in <laughs> like I had an equal childhood to everybody else. No, you didn't. But I um, was like, you know what? I I I can't live this lie anymore. Where would you want to start? Where should I? What would you recommend? Well, I would imagine the cartoons is probably where we want to start because it's where everybody else started. Now, the 1987 cartoons are a little. Would you say they've the first season's a little janky? Well. <laughs> the first season's a little janky, and it's a little. I feel like if you watch it, you're like you have to have a kid's mentality, or you have to have some nostalgia factor. Um, I feel like the I've heard the 2007 is really good. I've seen bits and pieces of that I played the video games. I enjoyed that. I thought that uh, 2012 was really good. That's the um, one with Megan Fox and yeah, Elijah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would also well, no, 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 not Megan Fox and them. That is the the CGI. It had like the guy from Drake and Josh, uh, Drake or no Josh. It was Josh. Josh Peck is in. Yeah, he played Casey Jones. Really? Um, <laughs> what is that? Sean Astin. Like you said the guy from Drake and Josh, not Drake. Who could it be? Josh. Josh. Okay. Um, it also had Sean Astin. He played Raphael. Okay. Rudy. Um, Sam from Frodo. Lord of the Rings. That's the one. Um, it had um, the guy from the Animaniacs who did the voice of um, Yakko. Um, he's, he's, if you heard his voice, you'd recognize it. Um, Seth Green has been involved in it as Leonardo. Oh, well, keep him away from that. I fucking hate robot chicken. Do you? Well, he does well. No this good. isn't like outlandish like that. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. Now, with the movies, I thought the movies were pretty decent. I enjoy all the movies as I own them all. Um, Ninja Turtles is just where it's at for me. If you would like to borrow some Ninja Turtles stuff. Maybe we'll do that. In the I next. think it's like a nostalgia thing, but I also think it's really good. The maybe new the, cartoon's not as good. Maybe in the next little bit. I it's think got John Ralphio. I enjoy it. when we do our themed episodes and we kind of fall back on those. And especially weeks like this, when there's not a lot new going on, it's interesting to dip back into the vault and see, look at the past and for no reason whatsoever, then we enjoy something and just want to bring it back. Is we it, never dip back in the past for something crap that we don't want to watch again. There's still time. So we yeah. still, there's still time. Yeah. This is only 59 episodes in. So there's plenty of opportunity to, uh, to, to see what else is out there. Uh, Mortal Kombat's got a new movie out. Um, Scorpion's revenge, which looks interesting to me. I, I keep up with the, Mortal Kombatness. Um, they just released the Joker. Um, was it this week or last week? It was last week, I think. Yeah, yeah pretty and, recently. Yeah, some of his fatalities look pretty funny. Um, um, some were kind of stupid. I'm gonna be honest; it's not something that looks like it's gonna float my boat. But if it does for you, I'm gonna watch it and let you know. Go for it. Um, Gordon Bombay coming back as the Mighty Ducks. Emilio Estevez, the Mighty Duck man. I swear to God, I was like, Yo, Emilio. You were you you when you posted this, you said get the fuck out. Well, no, I said, said GTFO, GTFO, but 
I'm breaking it down for you. Get the fuck out of here. Coach Bombay, dude. I've never watched the Mighty Ducks. Okay. We're, we've, another- I'm killing you. <laughs> I'm killing you. This, this is the episode where I'm, where I, I this really, is your last I, appearance here. See, I've already bared my soul earlier and now I can finally say, Hey, I've never seen this shit before. Well, tell hey, I got it. a boner off a dude rubbing me. That's tell, tell me about it. What's up with this? I've never seen Mighty Ducks, man. What's up with the Mighty Ducks? Um, Mighty why Ducks. Was that, why was that so exciting? Well, I think it was because it was like the first hockey movie that introduced people to hockey and also Disney. People in the U.S. I'm assuming people in Canada already well have familiar, no idea what's going on. Already well familiar with the sport Any, of hockey. Anybody <laughs> not in Russia, Canada, <laughs> Sweden, Norway. Yeah, any of those like uh, Scandinavian countries. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian places, uh, maybe like Northern America. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody else like yeah. You know, um, there is a hockey player who played with Chicago Blacks Blackhawks. I want to say his name is like Doug Smith. He was born and raised, or not raised. He was born in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Yes, he raised in maybe not Manitoba, not the province of Manitoba, probably. <laughs> Um, Fast and the Furious. I just love the way that sounds, though. <laughs> I don't what, know Manitoba? Anything. I don't know anything about Manitoba. I'm just like saying it. You like Manitoba? Manitoba? I like a Manitoba. So Jake is officially coming out when tonight. You <laughs> Come on out, baby. It's in okay. The, it's in 2020. In the, massa- the massage. We accept parlor. you. We love you. I've only been to two Canadian provinces. And only twice has he got a happy ending. I've only been, I've never been to Manitoba. I've only been to Ontario and Quebec. So. Well, that will change next year or this year. Right. I'll get to visit the same two provinces For over the, again. Formula one race. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get some good foods and get some Molson's, which is just beer. There's I nothing look, exciting about Molson's. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a poutine and drink a lot of Molson. I'm getting some poutine and drinking some shitty beer. Yeah. Um, uh, Fast and Furious Nine. It's coming out. People are going hysterical as to why. Um, the game looks like <laughs> shit. They? People are just like, why? Why, why is this happening? <laughs> Vin Diesel's raising some kid <laughs> that he had with some cop baby, and hit uh, Michelle Rodriguez. She cut her hair. <laughs> Vin Diesel. He works out, but he still looks like a fat little fucker. Um. He's probably a sweet like five man. Five foot three. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna go see it. I won't deny that. But God dang, a trailer, full trailer is gonna be Friday. Shit, why are we watching this? Uh, the Batman started production. You this- know, I've actually, I didn't. I don't mean to interrupt. No, actually, you get that in here. I did mean to interrupt because get I started talking while he still were, and I'm not sorry about it. So Vin Diesel's gonna be in that new. <laughs> yeah, I pulled, I pulled it up. Yeah, I'm just gonna say the exact Walker same thing. Walker won't be there. Paul He's Walker dead. Is still dead. Um, yeah, I RIP, bitch. This was actually, I was scrolling through our page and I just happened to notice that this was playing at the same time you were describing it and it lined up perfectly. You're like, this fucking kid, this fucking kid, what's he doing? <laughs> he's got a wrench, he's got probably the wrong wrench. Vin Diesel's like, hey, give me the right wrench. He's like, all right, he's got curly hair, he Michelle may have Rodriguez Hispanic definitely in his blood. He's Hispanic because he has crazy hair, his little uh, how tones, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is probably like uh, Vin Diesel is like actually 60? a vampire. <laughs> I don't know. Vin Diesel's like it's he's hard. been doing this when you go forever. bald at like twenty three years old. It's really difficult to tell how old you are. 
but fuck Vin Diesel. He's looked. You would fuck Vin Diesel? No, that's not in Manitoba. Only if it was in Manitoba. <laughs> the pro- the Canadian province of Manitoba. So you only fuck him in Manitoba. I only fuck in Manitoba is what I'm saying. So Vin Diesel, um, if you find Jake in Manitoba, have your way with him. Give me in the give me the Iron Giant is what I'm saying. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't, and that's like I, Bob, battery-operated boyfriend. Is that, a, is that a deep cut? Does anyone remember the Iron Giant, the animated movie from nineteen? I feel like they pimped that up quite a bit. <laughs> um, Jake <laughs> is the voice getting the in touch Iron with Giant. his feelings. It's okay, baby. Um, you excited about Robert Pattinson being in the new Batman movie? I'm ecstatic. No, you're a liar. It'll be fine. We'll see how it goes. Um, I think a lot of the the hate he received was unwarranted. I think so like, too. I think he's done oh, well in indie movies. Oh, Twilight Batman. No, it's not. Well, that's he's because good, it's the pop culture things people know. He's, he's a good done actor. Water for Elephants, which was not that good. Um, that Lighthouse movie, I haven't seen, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, the dude with, with William, William Dafoe. Dafoe. I think he's a good actor. Um, so I think he catches a bad done, rap. And he's done a lot of indie stuff too. Like it, it totally makes sense. Like after he did like Twilight, like, hey, I'm going to do some other stuff now because you know what? I made a shit ton of money, so I have the ability well, to... Well, you probably want artistic freedom, too. That, and Johnny you also... Depp does that. You want artistic freedom, but you also have the money to go and be like, you know what? Even if this doesn't make any money, I can go do that now. That's a good thing, but yeah. I'd I to- like to make money. I think he can totally pull it off. I can see him as a young Bruce Wayne, young The Batman. script is the thing that will ruin them all. The script and the director and, and let's Colin see how Farrell. much the studio get invo- gets involved. And Colin Farrell. We'll see how it goes. I'm not but a big Colin I think Farrell it fan. Will, I don't think it'll be any worse than Batman versus Superman. And I think... Oh, it I'm, can't be. I will hazard to say it'll probably be better. It'll be better than Batman are you 3. Expe- are you expecting Christopher Nolan? No, but I think it'll be fine. No, <laughs> I think it'll be okay. <laughs> um, Kylo Ren returns to SNL. Adam Driver came as undercover boss. We saw it. We watched the first one and the second one. Hilarious. Part of me was actually kind of sad because I was like, I wonder if that's the last time he's actually going to play that character. Now that the movie's out and he's done this SNL sketch. Surely um, they'll do something else. The elude. Maybe he won't do the the oh, boss thing but. i hope he does i've actually i've picked up the comic where they're doing a comic right now with marvel where it's set between it's set after return of the jedi but before force awakens and exploring his like origin story it's actually pretty good um i would be interested to see if they did a disney plus thing even if it's a limited thing with him but no we'll see how it goes i doubt he'll come <sighs> back and do it <laughs> But well, they be, said they didn't want to be Disney Plus. I've seen some actors say they didn't want that to happen. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see what kind of what kind of paycheck they're gonna. I don't think it'll be in the next year or two, but five years from now, I might come back and do it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think it I think he's a great actor. He's really good in everything. He's he does. been really good in the stuff I've seen. Um, I've not seen him in like this serious of a role. I feel like. That he's more of a funny guy. He's got. I think he has that potential. Uh, just the way that, especially the way that these SNL skits play out. I think he hasn't partic- hit his breakout comedy role, and I think when he does, it'll be one of those like classic. Ones. Saw Logan Lucky, right? Yeah, pretty. Not he wasn't bad. the main attraction. He wasn't there. the main attraction, but he was. He's pretty good in that. And I then, think uh, it was another. That was another one. It was like well, the White Clan or the Black Klansman. We saw that very good as he, well. That was kind of funny. 
And I think that I think he has his breakout. I think he has the ability to carry a movie by himself and be funny, but I don't think he's got the right script. And I think before his acting career is over, I think that he'll hit that. And I think it'll be like, maybe it won't be a classic, but it could have the potential. Could you imagine him doing like a, a Clark Griswold character? <laughs> could you imagine that? For the entire movie? I feel like that would be almost one of these SNL scripts like extended over in like 90 minutes. I think he could definitely do it. He's never, I don't think he's, he's lanky enough to have that body language to be yeah. able to be funny. Great. Like physical actor though. That was definitely one of the things like even from like the rise of Skywalker, like you notice like, even though it's a very short transition for when he's Kylo Ren to Ben Solo, he does like a, like the way he like carries himself is like a little bit different. Like he's, when he's Kylo Ren, he's like kind of hunched over and like, kind of like defensive. And he does like, well, he's basically like Han Solo when he, with a lightsaber in the second half of the movie, but that's because that's his deity. It's, uh, I think, he, I think he's a good actor and I think he could definitely yeah, like, he's good. The given the right like direction and stuff, I think he could definitely carry like something funny. Like he's got the, especially when he's, I think the reason these skits are so funny is that he's playing it so seriously and, but everyone else but around it real. is in a comedy, which is why it comes off. It's like absurd. And it's like an ridiculous. oxymoron. So yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> when you're the only serious guy in this, he was in the ridiculous movie. world. He was in a movie with Jason Bateman and Tina Fey called, this is where I leave you. And I thought that was really good seen that too yeah i thought that it's was really good. good i thought he was good in that yeah that's probably the first time i've seen him that's our hot take adam driver good actor probably better than i could do he has potential well, well no that's not a hot take. <laughs> um potential to be like in a comedy classic at maybe some one point. day he will no i don't think it's maybe i think will, it will, will happen. ferrell and john c raleigh whenever they no, do Home God, no. Two. <laughs> no that's over um star wars knights of the old republic are they making a remake or are they doing a sequel everybody's trying to do different things i remember this game when it came out did i play it no but i remember the faces did you ever play that game i've never played it fuck I know it still it might running. be good i know they're still running that uh, knights of the old republic uh mmo online which is no longer canon but they're still doing it fuck um disney is trying to do a baby remake I'd a live action <laughs> fuck off stop doing it <laughs> fuck off i posted this i said stop with these live remakes you were just trying to make money back on movies that you've already produced this is bullshit fuck off i think that this would be horrific to watch in live action watching you, bambi's mother get, get shot <laughs> what about the fox and the hound like no, I love the fox. I now, don't need to see this in but live it's action. Next. They're gonna I, redo everything in live action. But like, yeah, we I gave don't it to want you. to see it. It's gonna <laughs> Fern Gully is gonna be fucking already, next or we something. We're like, what if lions could do the Lion King, but they have like realistic animal human? That's on Disney Plus now, and I don't want to watch it. I'm tempted to watch like I at least a little it. bit of it to see exactly how bad it is. I heard Beyonce didn't deliver her parts good. I heard that she Lion, wasn't there. I heard that lions can't do human emotions, and that's why this movie was difficult to follow. It's also about forty-five minutes longer than the original somehow. So, well, if JTT ain't there, I ain't gonna be a part of it. That's Jonathan Taylor, Taylor Thomas. Taylor Thomas, <laughs> right? Get it and tight. You know what? I he don't just can't watch wait to be live king. action. <laughs> I'm sorry, I talked over you. He can't say? just wait to be king, dog. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't want to see a live action Bambi. I don't want to see a live action anything. Give me Moana too, but give me fucking like Pixar and Disney. Give me Wally too, for fuck's sake. I like that Ratatouille too. Ratatouille, Ratatouille. Ratatouille, see, they could do that. See, Ratatouille. Pixar and Disney are the best. They gave us The Incredibles. That did incredible. Um, Incredibles 2, I haven't seen. It was not that bad. I actually enjoyed it. Incredibles 1, I've seen numerous times, so it's it's been lackluster for me. And it's very good. Uh, Production delays on Obi-Wan, a Disney Plus series with Ewan McGregor. He said, hey, we're just delaying a couple months. (laughs) Nothing crazy. Um... <laughs> the way that Disney and Star Wars stuff is going, I think this is probably expected. <laughs> it seems like a lot of it either they either fire the director or delay something. And you know what? I'd rather see them delay something and make something good than, than some bullshit. fire three directors and rush something out and it'd be bad. So I'm glad that they got Ewan McGregor back because he was probably one of the best parts about those Star Wars prequels. And it's nice to see them acknowledging that series of star wars because ever since disney acquired lucasfilm they've been very hesitant to do anything in that time period where they're like we don't want to remind people the prequels the movies they hate right but they also produced, they also produced this sequel trilogy which everybody seems to either think is either the best of star wars or the worst of star wars so who knows what people want <laughs> well i think sometimes whenever there's like controversy on both sides it's like the best place to be as far as keeping stuff buzz, quote unquote, buzzworthy, yeah. Whether so. it's good Keep or bad, talking. it's publicity. It is. There's no such thing as bad publicity. There is. <laughs> if you're being impeached, I'd say that's bad publicity. But you know his name. You do. Oh, Donnie Trump. Donnie Donnie. Imagine if he went by Donnie Trump. Donnie you Donnie, take him Donnie more seriously can't or you le- see? Sometimes or, you impeach, but hypnotize me. Would you take him more seriously or less seriously? If he was impeached? No, if it's if we went by Donnie instead of Donald. Well, you know what? There's that guy who we worked for named Donnie at Lowe's, and that guy's a fucking douche. So fuck anybody named Donnie. My Fired. dad's name is Don. But not what do you Donnie. Think about that? No, he never went by Donnie. Not well, Donatello from the Ninja Turtles, so now you've never you've seen really, it. So now I think you're really conflicted about this. Well, Donnie sucks. The guy from Lowe's who's worked his way in corporate Lowe's Foods. He's a oh no! Dick. Wait, fuck that guy. That guy is a fucking. I douche. remember that. No, he made yeah, my brother. My- he made my brother vacuum some fucking produce mats that had onion skins on them. He fuck fired you. my favorite supervisor, <laughs> Steve Wilson, who I saw not too long ago at the mall. Steve Wilson's doing great. Good. I fired on your couch. I'm, I'm glad. Oh, I heard that. But also, you- I'm genuinely glad that Steve Wilson is doing. Yes, well. I'm. I'm happy for him. I talked to him for about. I can smell it now, but I'm still happy minutes. for Steve Wilson. <laughs> I'll weft it too. Um, Jake, what have you been watching lately that is not about tonight? Um, we're on season three of Dexter right now. Oh, how you like that? How you feel about that? Um, is I that like it. Trinity Killer? Not yet. What? Why are you covering your nose? Um, so I'm just excited sh- to talk about season three no, of Dexter. You're a liar. <laughs> Who is the killer in that one? Or um, what's I know that he has, he has killed. There's, an, there's a new. Um, He's not the DA, but uh, Miguel Prado. I forget exactly what his standing. Oh in the, yeah, um, what his oh, standing Jimmy in the Smiths. police department is. Yeah, Jimmy Smiths, and they befriend each other. Fuck. Also in Star Wars. Yeah, he's in that. 
He was, he was in uh, Padme's dad. He was her adopted father. But in, yeah, in Tommyknockers by Stephen King, it was yeah. released in a. I knew that guy was. I was like, I know that guy's face from somewhere, and you know what? I finally brought it home. <laughs> My mom used to have a huge crush on um, him. No, he's he's good, but yeah, no, he's uh, uh, Dexter accidentally uh, kills his brother and his is so far spending season, season three pretending to be his friend and be like, this other guy killed him, uh, and I killed him by accident. So who was in season two? I forget. Uh, season two, the the main killer was uh, the Bay Harbor butcher, which was Dexter, but everyone was trying to figure out who it was, and it turned out to be well, it, nobody knew it was Dexter, but he pinned it on. Uh, oh, the, Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. The, oh, the yeah, black yeah, yeah. detective who was on surprise, motherfucker. Yep, and also he had the. Um, he his girlfriend thought he was an addict and he's like oh yeah i'm not a serial killer Rita. i'm actually a drug addict so you know and then he met that yeah and he met the uh he met lila who was the his british um sponsor turned the one he fucked girlfriend and burned down that motherfucking turned, house she was fucking insane dude yeah <laughs> i'm excited for you to watch all these i can't wait yeah it's really good i think we're up to like ep four or five on season three has uh, olivia seen it before yeah, she's seen the whole thing. Oh, she's watched all. I movie, can't wait till you get the Trinity Killer, and then my favorite one is the one with Julia Stiles. The season afterwards. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, it's I I I don't know why I slept on it so long, but I'm happy that I'm. Yeah, wake your ass now. up, bitch. What about you, man? What you've been watching this? Kind of in the same long? vein, I've been watching you, and old lady has been making me watch that. So we watched the first one with um, Elizabeth Lale. Mm-hmm. Um, who actually went to NC School of the Arts? Very um, good. Yeah. So what that in Winston Salem, North Carolina? Yeah, that's not out. too far from where I work currently. Um, so I'm sure maybe me and her had crossed paths at some point in downtown. Um, but yeah, she's in that. Um, in the first season, she makes appearances. In the second, we haven't finished the second season. Um, the second season, the interest in there is. Um, Nell from the haunting of I forget the name of it, but it was the uh Netflix show that we watched, Hill House. Haunting a Hill House, yeah. Yeah. She's in that. She'll also be in the second part of that uh series that is completely different. But yeah, she's in that. Um so far so good. I haven't watched it all the way through. I suspect that she this- may be a killer. And that her and uh, the main character will be together at some point. I think it, it'll reflect something that you'll see in Dexter eventually. Cool. It's, it's really, pretty good. It's really cool to see people, local people that turn up in movies, uh, syndicated stuff like that. Actually, she was raised in Ashboro. Um, yeah, it's cool. Uh, there was a guy that I went to uh, college with um, that was in a Hulu original recently. Who was it? Uh, Br- his name was Bruno Rose, and it was in the... Fuck, what was the name of the series? Perfect. Uh, you done fucked up, Omar. Uh, keep talking. I will definitely look it up. Well, while Jake looks it up, I just want to tell you that tonight we're going to be looking at V for Vendetta. Yes. What you... you seriously... I'm going to let you drive this one because you have. I love that movie. I've watched that movie. Anytime I watch that movie, I have to watch it twice and like within quick succession. So that's what I'll be doing Saturday. Um, Hugo Weaver, a fucking phenomenal in that movie. Even though you don't get to see his face. 
fuck. Well, I guess you do, but he wears a disguise. It He's, was called. It was also called the Act. That was the, the Act. Literally was, six letters. Yeah, that was the Hulu Two original words. where she kills her. Her she kills her mom has Munchausen by proxy. Oh he's yeah, in, he's in it for a little bit, but yes, I had I went to college with that guy. I was in screenwriting I one and I two with him. <laughs> Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy, but yes, not cool, not Sorry. cool. Thank your kids, thank um, your kids, sick. V for Vendetta. You have talked about. We have you mentioned literally here. Here and there, favorite superhero, but also you have basically begged me to finally watch and pay attention to since maybe the first episode of this podcast. I know you wanted me to drive, but I'm just curious because you're a virgin to this. We popped your cherry. I'm a V for virgin vendetta. Let me know what you thought about it. Like, give me like your your top moments, what you thought about it. Give me everything. I remember when this first came out. I remember seeing previews and be like, that looks cool. 2006, 2005. And I was like, that looks cool. Never watched it. After which, basically faded from my memory until you came along. You were like, "Hey, V for Vendetta, great, probably my favorite superhero comic book film." And I was like, definitely. I remember seeing. I remember seeing bald Natalie Portman. I remember seeing. Yeah. I remember seeing previews for that. I don't remember anything about that at all. Um, came in with so big as literally the first time I've ever seen this before. I went in with. I would almost say low expectations because those I, are the best. I think because despite what we may say on this podcast, I do value your opinions, Ryan. Aww, <laughs> that's so sweet. And, and I do think that um, you know it's obviously something that stood out to you. So I was like, you know what, this has got to be good. So I went in with not super high expectations, but I was like, you know what. There's not much going on. We might as well cover a favorite of something that we've mentioned before, something we talked about, something you referenced multiple times. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And we rented it um, and watched it Monday night. And you know what? I was about I was hooked from about the first minute. I was like, you know what? Uh, at first, I was I was ready to make those concessions like, you know, it's 2006. There are certain limitations. Some, some things are not going to look as good. Maybe the storytelling, writing some is not going to be as good. Some degree, I will say that. And I compl- by about like 10 minutes in, I had completely forgotten about it. I was so absorbed by like the world that they created. Like, this is just a weird alternate history version of Great Britain where like the U.S. has been plunged into civil war and is no longer like a relevant power like and they really don't reference anything else in the world other than stuff that's happening inside of the uk and i was like this is a really interesting isolationist piece of alternate history and i fucking love alternate history man even though it's like horrific to think about when especially like amazon's man in the high castle like this is a horrific take on alternate history where like Japan and Germany won World War II and what the world would have looked like 20 and 30 years afterwards. This is a really interesting view of, you know, things started to go south in the 20th century. And I believe it's set in like 2020-ish maybe when this actual movie is supposed to be. Yeah. It's difficult because they have a lot of, and this is just something that's a symptom of the times when it's 2006. So people have flip phones, people have big chunky computers. So it's difficult to tell what year it's actually supposed to be set in, but I think it's supposed to be like 20, 
twenties. Well, in there they reference where that girl falls in love after she has passed away. Something like twenty twenty it was sixteen or twenty fifteen, whenever she fell in when love. She's reading the note in the um, in the jail cell. Which is a very interesting twist in the movie. Very interesting twist in this, but yeah, just broad impressions. I think that it looks great. I think that the action in this is really, really good. Though I'm, subtle, I will say subtle. it's subtle. There's it's not a lot not, of it. It's, it's more of a story than it anything. is more of a story, and it's but it's not something. Even the action bits are not over the top, and I really enjoyed that. Some it of the sound like, effects were. I we watched it, and <laughs> my favorite scene was like those uh, guys who fall down, like oh, and I was like, I it was cringeworthy, but I was like, I love this. That's probably something I may have to notice, like the second watch through, where it's like. Yeah, to oh, watch okay. Twice Maybe in a row. this doesn't hold up, and this doesn't hold up. But I think it's a testament to something that is genuinely good. That I forgive that the first time I watch it through. That it just did, didn't even phase me. I was invested enough in the story and wanting to see where it went that I was just like, you know what? I just I don't even care. Like some of this stuff, maybe you know, a little bit wonky. Maybe you could, if this was made this year, it would maybe be a little bit better. I, it did really cross my mind at all. I was just like. The performances in this, like the guy who played V, uh, Hugo Weaver, Hugo, who, Hugo Weaving, Mr. Smith, he's played in Lord of the Rings. He played Red Skull. He's so good in this, and I loved his so fucking good, just over the top Shakespearean whatever fucking his <laughs> enunciation is perfect, perfect, and like even behind the mask, whenever he just, reads the words, it's that was one of the first things I thought whenever ca- I first saw catches it catches you from the moment he first pe- appears upon screen is just like what is this guy's deal? He sounds interesting, <laughs> just the way that just his. Between his vocabulary and his just enunciation of words. He fights with knives, too, as opposed to guns. He does fight with knives. Doesn't fuck with no guns, man. Long hair, don't care. But, yeah, that was something I leaned over to Olivia. I was like, this guy sounds like he just ate a fucking thesaurus and shit it out. He's like... (laughs) Everything was, whenever they first meet, was with a V. With a V. He, He was really nailing those alliterations. He's definitely read up on a thesaurus. thesaurus. When you've been drinking, a thesaurus is an incredibly difficult word to enunciate and pronounce. Which we have been tonight. Jake, what are you drinking on right now? I'm drinking on a Brooklyn Bel Air Sour. I was we drinking know, on some Kona. <laughs> we all know you're a big sour fan. There's nope, No, that's a lie. If we go back in that's time, you. there's no debating that. Um, we've said on multiple occasions, I love this. I love, no, that I love is drinking stuff that lie. makes my face turn up and turn into a big old white raisin. I nope. love <laughs> I love the sours. They're great. I do not. I love them forever. Eat your pizza, do your thing. Uh, but yeah, I'll no. love you no matter what. Also picked up some Konas. Konas, I think those are but where it's at, baby. Kona Variety Pack is also pretty good because they have a few decent IPAs. And I'm Cast Away. Yeah. Uh, Longboard. Wilson Lager. They used to have Fire Rock in there no longer. Uh, yeah, Kona's have always been a go-to for us, though, because it's just a good variety of between pale ales and lagers. And we IPAs. used to drink together all and then the time. We'd be like, whoa, let's hang out and like drink this beer and then i got that variety pack i got it the first time and i was like dude check this out check this out and it actually ended up being good right yeah i've always tried ipas man konas are some of the few that i have tried and be like you know it's pretty good i don't mind this 
So continuing, continuing in that trend, Kona IPA is pretty good. Pretty good. Love it. Oh yeah. No, the performance in this is our, the performances in this are great. I, I, and Natalie Portman, I love how she goes from, she's like someone who is, I guess her character is somewhat naive in the beginning. And then she's a little soft. Also, she gets attacked by the fingerman. I, so you, you got to fill me in here. What's what's the deal with the fingerman? I understand this is to a totalitarian regime who is well they just work and it's like keeping curfew and shit ultra, like that. Ultra religious, ultra like conservative, but what's the deal with the fingerman, man? I do, I don't he was she was just like, "Hey, you're out past curfew." And she's like, yeah, "Fuck off." And you're like, "Hey, guess what? We got badges and we're fingermen. Get get ready to get fingered." Yeah, they fucking suck, dude. V shows up and he's like, "Hey, how about how about stick a knife in your neck? How, what do you feel yeah. about that? How about I fuck you up for about fifteen dollars? <laughs> and they were like, "Oh no, he didn't." What do, you, what do you know about that? How how's how's that sound? And they're like, "That sounds bad." And he's like, "Guess what? It don't your, happen. Your arteries already slit. Bleeding out, you. big dog. Something he would never say, by the way. But um, I don't know, but I know I enjoy this movie thoroughly." You know what? Actually, while we're doing this, I am ordering the movie on Blu-ray <laughs> to get the special features because I just loved it so much. This is thoroughly like one of those movies that I love and I actually enjoy um, enjoyed, and I'm actually ordering the comic. Unlike most, my order. Unlike most of the things that you watch on this, where you're like, I endure this because for some reason I agreed to doing this book. <laughs> Well, no, I, I enjoyed it. I think what pulled me into it was a, the, the current, well, I saw it the first time I saw it, I was high and I was like, it was like 2006. Yeah. I was smoking a lot of weed, drinking a lot of beer, probably snorting a lot of things too. Um, I enjoyed it, but I fell asleep during like the first scene where V appears and they make an egg and toast. Yeah, uh, uh, egg, eggy <laughs> in a basket with his and, burnt hands. <laughs> um, but then I went back. Blockbuster was closing, and I was like, "Well, I'll go back and revisit this movie." Saw it, absolutely loved it. Um, I think right now it kind of makes sense because you have like a in America, you have like where cops are killing people. people and I'm not saying divided. all cops are bad. <laughs> Now well, that's you, absolutely not what we're saying. No, but. absolutely not. That's like saying like all white people are bad or all black people are bad or all Mexican people are bad. You can't like cliche somebody because of their nationality or their color, of their skin. You know, this guy was a cop and he shot somebody kind of prevalent in what's going on in the world right now. You also have a dictator who or a president. Hmm. Or a high chancellor. Yeah. Who was, you know, (laughs) over everything. There was a lot of things where I thought, hey, this kind of mirrors the world currently. Um, I, I, for me personally, also as like a writer of music, this has influenced like two songs. One, we just released a video for 
Um, it's called let the last or uh, egotist, but in the course, it's like let the last domino fall, which, which takes up about a five minute scene in this movie where which he's is, building a lot of dominoes. And then he I think that's more like metaphorical, probably hey. metaphorical, but yeah, also but it's very cool. It looked really cool. It looked really cool. It was a big old V, wasn't it? Yeah, I lots, just enjoy that. <laughs> lots the, of red and black. <laughs> yeah. And that's only two sides on that. But I enjoy um, that the action was good and my favorite action scene i saw tonight before i got here and it's whenever um v faces off with creedy and his men in the sewers and some of the so sound effects right, were there right at right at the end right 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 he, he kind of um where he's making his plan he's like give me the high yeah. chancellor maybe i'll work out a deal with you and creedy's like well, I'm a fucking douchebag, so you know what? You got a deal. <laughs> no, he said he would give him to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the sound effects are stupid in that. But I think the idea is pretty good. Alan Moore did really good. He's worked on that. He's worked on Watchmen and stuff like that. I, I enjoy his ideas and stuff like that. I think they're kind of ahead of their time, even though they were wrote so long ago. Because originally, Evie was supposed to be like a prostitute. Right. And she's more of a... Um she she strong works for, woman. She works for the um the national like government television station in this, Ooh. and she's kind of she's an educated woman, but she's a little bit maybe naive, right? A little bit um just inexperienced until she happens to run into V, and then he basically changes her whole life in more ways than one. It kind of changes say. his life a little bit too, a little bit. Uh, but he also does some pretty horrific stuff to her but i think that's foreshadowed whenever they're watching that one movie and she's like the count of of monte cristo is the one where he's like look at this shit from the 30s what is that and she's like he cares more about revenge than he cares about her and he's like like, well (laughs) well who's to say (laughs) which kind of foreshadows everything but um yeah, I really enjoyed it. You have a couple different things going on. I, I, I just think it's so well thought out. I really enjoyed the fact that it was so well thought out and it was different than a superhero movie. It is a lot a lot of like fuck 'em ups. It's a lot of like thought provoking things. There's no big blue light in the sky at the end. There's just fireworks. There's nothing from space that's happening. Um there is a lot of fucked up government shit that's happening like media in and addition to diseases yeah that basically those are the two things i was thinking of is that the manipulation of the media one which is like was a crazy thing whenever i saw it i was thinking like oh my god these two are, are tied together crazy to think of but now you're like well kind of fits in flavor of media do you want do you want the <laughs> fox news or cnn yeah <laughs> It's like, which, and the truth probably more than likely lies somewhere in between both of those most yeah, of the time. A, uh, she said, he said kind of thing. But also it was the fact that you have the the government basically, um, they Running had a everything. super weapon, which was a biological chemical that they tested on people. Uh, people that they deemed, uh, it's more of a, and I saw a lot Gay. of this. It was when you had the red and the white and the black where it was like those are the big colors of what we saw of this regime. And obviously those are the same colors of Nazi Germany where you red, white, and black. 
you had a lot of gay people, I think, in the comic strip. It was it was both gay people. Well, they even people. mentioned in the movie wherever gay people were like persecuted gay, for being gay. Gay people were a big focus in the movie. Not fucking cool, man. But I think in the comic it was it was both gay people and it was like a racial thing as well. So there's they didn't allude to that so much, but I'm sure they, I they just ordered the comics, so I'm of, sure they'll they sort of that. allude to that and the fact that you don't see into the I don't think you see a single black person in this movie until the very end where they're all taken off the Guy Fawkes masks where it's like, right. are these people alive or is it a metaphor? I think it's more the metaphor because that's, that's there was somebody the who only, died who was a couple people. Yeah, several people. But that was also the only you picked scene, up on that. The only scene where you see any people that are um, people of color in this movie at all. Everybody else is strictly white. And I think that. That was more of an implied thing. The, the The film makes more of a reference to uh, people that are gay and their persecution. And well, for whatever reason, this regime really doesn't like them and is, is cracking down on them. Is it's kind of like Star to- Wars. You know, all the stormtroopers in the original movie, you said they wanted to make it seem like Nazi Germany and all the suppression. It was a white supremacist Right, yeah, thing. the white... That was the one thing the First Order got right. It was like, there's some black people, there's some Asian people. You know what? They kidnapped them and brainwashed them. But you know what? At least they're more diverse. <laughs> Which kind of felt like that's what um, V did to Evie, kind of brainwashed her by sending her through so much oh, torture. Oh, completely. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. And then like- he I would made out like he was giving her some kind of special gift- well, no, he made it seem like she got caught and he had to do it to get her to trust him. Uh, uh, he's kind of like similar to the Joker in some phases because... A lot of ways, Jesus I would say. Because, right? I mean, you think Joker is evil and who he's trying to fight is good. But is he completely evil? We don't know. Uh, but V is kind of like good fighting evil, but he's but also, also using evil... Is willing. He's. Did you think that was V by the chance? He's the at the end that dies. Whenever she got out of that uh, prison, Mm. were you suspecting that was? Yes, you thought it was her. As soon as she opened the door, or I think I think I noticed of a strong similarity between his voice and the guy, the shadowed guy who was talking to her in the suit. I was like, that sounds a lot like V. I. What's going on here? Well, the fact he's that he's in said, shadows, too. And, and I think that by the time it gets to the end of that scene where he's like, "You're free to go" or whatever, it was he started enunciating more in the the similar sort of fashion that you see him enunciate when he's wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. So it was like, "There's something up here." And then she, of course, opens the door, and it's like, "There's a fucking mannequin guarding it, and there's nobody else here." So it, at that point, I was like, "I cannot, absolutely cannot watch. Wait to watch this movie a second time. It's." That and that was a very moving part, though, where she's you see her through a montage of her being shaved, her head being shaved and broken down, and then she's reading the that story of of the woman who met her lover straight from the toilet, basically, yeah, straight from the toilet, toilet paper rolled up and slipped through the wall. Like that was that was so well executed, even though it turned out to be. A kind of fake out, like it sounded like he. Well, that based, that lady really did really occur, did exist, and he based her, the story yeah. on her. But he also was the one who was writing on toilet paper and slipping. I don't know if he wrote on toilet paper. I think he passed that to her from what he had read. Still, he was feeding her that information. So 
I, compl- complicit in that. <laughs> this is absolutely one of my, this is my favorite superhero movie, though I, it doesn't include a lot of superhero things. Um, I mean, V is very tough and there's like scenes where he's tough, but I think majority of it's a lot of monologue like. And it's it's very, very well executed. And I think that it may be even more topical now. Oh, than definitely. When it was released, you know, hard to believe 14 years ago at this point. Or even like the comic, because everything that this movie is based on is the comic. Mm-hmm. And it's 15 years because it was I, 2005. This, this is one of those things where, you know, I, I didn't really have that expectation going in, but this is genuinely great. I, I Where does really, that rank in superhero movies for you? I, I don't know if I, I can give it a ranking, but I can just say that in terms of expect, in terms of expectations and what I was given, I was blown away. Like I was like, this is great. Like genuinely unflinchingly like this is great and they never and is, took off the mask too i thought it was a little weird when she kissed the mask at the end uh oh i can strange get, i can get over it i can get but over it but I, it's a little strange I, I i was surprised he didn't take off the mask at some point especially when he was making eggs in the kitchen he was like oh my hands burnt let me put my gloves back on sorry about that yeah uh let's watch the count of monte cristo <laughs> um the chancellor kind of reminded me of wizard of oz with the uh man behind the curtain because he's yeah. behind the tv the whole time but whenever you finally get to see him in person <laughs> in real time he's just like this like He's this just he's tiny sniveling small dork or whatever. It's very much. I think he was supposed to be. He's very much like an, a British Hitler sort of type. Yeah, well, he's, definitely. He's very small, and he's got the weird. I don't know. I don't want to say weird hair because I. <laughs> he's just got a side part, but he's very much like you know projecting that well he big, has like the iron fist and the flashbacks right. where when, he's, the when he's doing when he's doing the gloves and he's, when he's doing the big speeches and stuff like mm-hmm. he's bigger than he is but when you break it down it's like just a small scared man really trying to project something and trying to I hold on like that though that they had him on this huge tv and anytime we saw him before it was in flashbacks yeah. or his hand on the milk where he could squeeze and break it like this man who's like bigger than life, but whenever you actually get to see him he's without his power, he's scared nothing. as shit, man. He's nothing. He's scared shitless. And then I kind of like the idea that V and is I, this I, idea that travels. I feel like the lot of his something we haven't touched on is they do this. I I like how they do this in that it's like a weird dystopian future, but he's also like this this figurehead that's only on the TV, but he's got his five like main guys who are his like enforcers or head of different pieces of the government or whatever. Right. That he's, you know, always Mr. Creedy. Mr. Creedy's like the big thug guy. He's He's like like Sergeant second command hungry for power, but he's also like head of the police and whatever. He's always like, they call it bagging people. He's putting black Black bags on their heads. And then there's another guy who's, who's like a chief inspector and he's a little bit, that's like the good guy. He's a little bit more skeptical. He's a little bit more willing to, I think at multiple points in the film, you see him turn off like he knows like where the government recording things are and he turns it off. And he's like, listen, oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Like, what do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Which I, I liked him. I liked how he went from being like, we, when we're introduced to him, you're like, oh, he's just another one of these guys. And then he's like, gets more skeptical as it goes on. He's like, 
what's really going on here? Well, there's I, also like those weird, like, like the priest or whatever. I'm sure that was weird. Oh, the pedophile priest and yeah. then Natalie Portman's supposed to be like. Oh, you're much oh, younger. Yeah. Not too old, right? Yeah. And she's clearly dressed up to be like a 12 year old girl. And she, he's like, all right, I guess that was fucking pretty. Oh, <laughs> see, it's been a while since. Well, I wasn't affected by that part because I've seen this movie multiple times, yeah. but I can understand that they dressed her up and kind of like old school. But whenever he says, I think the key part was like, she's not too old, is she? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the cringeworthy part. Where- but that kind of what makes it cool. And I think, well, not cool, but like the fact that V kills him. And I think one of the scenes that sticks out to me is the first time that you see V kind of out and about like with skyline after everything is whenever he's running on the roof. I don't know. For some reason that sticks out to me when he's running on the roof. Um, but yeah, this is totally like the movie that I think is like my favorite superhero movie of all time. I think it hits home, especially nowadays. Honestly, I think that this is something that was never on my radar and you're welcome. Pretty far up there now. Yeah. I have to say, as far as I don't think this costs like a ton of money to make at the time. No, but I think it was like a innovation or a, one of the first of its kind. It's great. And I think it's it's a great testament of what you could do at the time. But also like just it's good. It's well written. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, genuinely really good. So check it out if you haven't seen it before. I literally just bought the comic and the movie on Blu-ray after having it on DVD for so long. Check it out. I watch I it twice I'm, every I'm, time. I'm going to go on on the digital version of the comic. It. I've I've done that, you know, through some of the Star Wars stuff, reading the digital comics and stuff, and I'd be interested in checking this out as well. Uh, this is great, and I I I really hate the fact that it's not stretched out into a trilogy because I think that I'm just selfish. But <laughs> I really enjoy the fact that they. Did it's just stretch a one and done it out thing. at the same time and that they never showed his face, which I think the Mandalorian would be good at doing as well. Yeah. But they've already fucked that up. They already fucked that up. Um, I, it benefits to keep the mystery. I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, hot take from 14 years later. V for Vedetta. Pretty good. Fucking great. Was it underrated at the time? I think I would I hazard definitely. to say it's something that's maybe a bit ahead of its time. Yeah, I so, think it's still relevant at this point. But I point. think it uh, definitely relevant now, maybe, you know, ahead of its time. But really well done, really well acted, really well written, performed. See if you haven't seen it. Alan Moore has done this and Watchmen. So, Both movies are great. Now that I know that. Definitely, Have you not seen Watchmen? I haven't seen the new HBO one, no. Oh, but you've seen the I've movie. Seen, I've seen the movie. Yeah. I haven't seen the HBO one. Yeah, I've heard that is really good, though. A lot of people. Are yeah, about but that, I heard so. they're not... At this point, they don't know if they're going to do another season. Yeah. So, yeah. V for Vendetta, pretty good. Ryan, anything else you want to add before we wrap for this week? Um, Not really. I'm just uh, hoping that you watch V for Vendetta if you haven't seen it. because, Or you just watch it again. Because this will be released tomorrow, which will be Thursday. Um, What is tomorrow's date? Is that the, the 30th of tw- December? 30th. January the 30th, 2020 on Saturday, I will be watching that Yep, it's again, a, all in full. It's a good movie guys. Thanks Great. for the five star reviews. If 
genuinely, if you think this is anything that anyone else would want to listen to, share it with them. Um, Give it share, to them like herpes. Share our Facebook, share our Instagram. Just spread the word, guys. Share it, some love. Give a hand gen- job. It genuinely Give does. A job. <laughs> receive one. It genuinely does Pay help us forward. out. And we appreciate it. Um, so thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Send your tits and dicks. Two picks to Jake. Right. His phone number is 336. And I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know the area code. Um, it's not 2006 when you memorize people's cell phone numbers anymore, is it? Don't believe me. Just watch. Yep. Um, yeah. Don't have anything, man. Well, Ryan, as we say at the end of this and every previous episode of Almost Accurate, I believe. Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Suck a dick. Give somebody some dick. Give a hand job. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.